This is episode number 18 of the Street Photography Magazine podcast, and we're back again with the Evaluation Show. And this time we'll be speaking with Tate Vartania in Armenia. And welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Bob Patterson, and with me again today is our editor, Ashley Huntsberger. Hey, everybody. <laughs> And we have a special guest today. It's Tate Vartania. She is a photographer from Armenia. How are you doing, Tate? Thanks for joining us. Hi, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, I'm happy to be joining you. Yeah, we're happy to have you. Um, we're, we'll talk a lot about Tate and her work as we go, but uh, you, you definitely have to go to her, her website. It's uh, She's got some really cool stuff there. Plus, she's on, uh, uh, she's on Squarespace. Got a very nice Squarespace site. But Enough about web stuff. Let's keep going. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about Tate. Tate is, um, again, I said she's based in Armenia, and she is a commercial and an editorial photographer. She shoots for magazines and NGOs, that's non-governmental organizations, and she is personally devoted to street photography on top of all the professional work she does. She's published all around the world in uh, magazines uh, in the print world and also online, and she's been in various exhibitions as well. Plus, being a photographer, she also uh, teaches at the uh, Tumo Center for Creative Technologies, and that's a, a special school for um, teenagers, for high school kids. So, Tate, welcome. I only said a little bit about you. Can you fill in the gap a little bit and tell us how you got to where you are today? Um, yes, sure. So, um I've actually graduated from applied informatics and then I realized that I want to do photography. So I started doing photography, um, learning photography, being active and participating in different workshops. Um, and then I realized I wanted to be really my profession and I started to do street much and architecture photography. And I started to work for some magazines, local magazines, and it started to be improving. So I felt more um, confident with my skills and I moved forward till I was suggested to do photography workshops for Tumo Center. That was an exciting um, suggestion and uh, teaching what you know or, and while you're teaching, you also learn new stuff. Um, so yeah, and then I started to send my work to different magazines um, out of Armenia and started to be selected for some exhibitions and festivals. And yeah, that's that's how I started my career. And um, today I'm still shooting. And today I'm also um, doing working on a documentary film, which is devoted to Soviet architecture in Armenia. And hopefully I'm going to release it this year. So you do teach a lot. That's really nice. Uh, and like you said, when you teach, you're actually learning as well. What have you learned from your students? Um, I learn challenges from my students because they sometimes come and ask questions you you would never, ever, ever think. That's, <laughs> that's how kids, kids' mind work, which is quite cool. They ask you questions, which maybe at that point you don't know the answer or you're not sure. So you go to do a research and find the answer. And while you're looking for the answer, you're learning lots of things. 
Uh, and what I else learned by teaching is uh, discovering new photographers because you're looking for new works all the time to be able to show them the maximum new and good photography. Um, so, so I'm in a all the time looking um, process of the different works. Wow. Yeah, that is a challenge, isn't it? So that's interesting. You know, my son is a photographer. He's trained as a photographer. Now he's becoming a teacher. So very similar career path. Yeah, yeah. You have to be. You have to be very patient, don't you? Um, yeah, I'm. I'm more. I'm too. I'm super organized sometimes. Lately, not that much, but uh, because of my background in mathematics, I uh, I became very organized and patient. So that tells me for now. We'll see in the future. <laughs> and as part of your teaching, do you evaluate photographs for students and give them feedback? Yes, I do. We do. Um, we start from the zero. We start with technical stuff. Then we go into street photography and then documentary storytelling. So, yes, every time they bring the story, we have to bring the pictures for the story. We do evaluate and do an editing and selection to make uh, small uh, photo stories for them. Oh, good. Well, we'll be evaluating your work, and then you That's can evaluate. That's right. And then you can evaluate us evaluating you. <laughs> can evaluate our evaluation. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We'll ask you for that offline, though. All right, so let's get started. Uh, we're going to take a look at your fo first photograph. And I notice you don't have titles, which is perfectly fine. And so we'll look at the photo number one. Now, mm -hmm. if you bear with me while I pull it up here. All right, and you just have it called number one. Ashley's going to go first. She's just going to talk. You know, we look at photographs every day. So it's nice to really sit down and spend some time with something, uh, some quality time with it, which we ha get to do here. So, Ashley, why don't you go ahead? Sure. Well, what really I liked about this photo were the lines of the stairs, their kind of texture. Um, I felt like that added a lot of interest to the photo. And I also felt like this image was a little mysterious. Um, where were you shooting from exactly? I've I've shot that in Yerevan, Armenia. It's an under uh, under walk path. Uh, it's under the street, and then you go up back to the street. Okay, it looked like a overhang or something, but I wasn't sure. And I think because of that part of the image, I felt like the story in the image was more about the photographer instead of say the man that's walking by. Just because this image made me ask that question, where were you? It, it's almost like, I don't know, I felt like there was kind of a spying effect, which is interesting and kind of mysterious. But personally, I would say that's the one point I didn't like about this image, was my personal likes and my style, I don't like to feel like I'm spying on people when I see a street image. Um, I think what might have made this shot better for me is if, you had had the hangover of the walkway meet with the top of the stairs so that you didn't see the little gap in the middle. I think it would have made it bolder, um, maybe more about contrast and lines, and I think it would have lost that whole buying feel. <laughs> but all in all, I really like this image. I think it's really good. Hmm. I completely disagree with you. Wow. 
I've got to have some, I've got to disagree a little bit. No, I, tell you, I looked at this a few times, and and uh, first I was trying to figure out what's the main subject here. And for me, I thought it was the guy at, at the top of the steps, the the head, his eyes looking over the edge. And I, I think of him as like Big Brother, looking and in, peering mm-hmm. into the darkness. And spying. Again, you're talking about spying. I felt the same thing. And then, so you can see the light on the top of the steps, and that's, that's his vision looking into this hole. I, I imagine him to be some, some scary guy like Vladimir Putin. He's, he's staring into the darkness. And again, I, I, I like the texture, and I like the lines. I'm kind of a sucker for lines. I think it's just the way I'm wired. Um, and but I wonder about the guy in, in the front. There's a little bit of light on him is it was he your main subject when you took this or were you mainly photographing the the space in the middle with the uh, with the light uh i noticed the eyes and i was thinking how to make the picture work so i hang um hang there around for some minutes and then i saw this guy coming down and the other guy going up um, so I waited for them to kind of move around to see where I can, which one, which can be my, my picture. And then I was lucky there were two other people walking in the frame. So I got them separated. I've got another, I've got two frames, I think, which the first one I don't like much because he's too much in the middle. And this one, which I thought is nicer because you can see his figure and how he walks. Uh-huh. So was the eyes. Yes. <laughs> okay, I won that one. No, I'm kidding. There, there's no contest. Yeah, I, I think my only suggestion would be to to maybe burn in that guy a little bit. I don't know I don't know if you do much post processing like that. Those lines going across, those are steps. Yes. Okay, and then you're walking up out of this area uh, out to the light. Yes. Up the step. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I thought it was an amphitheater. And those were seats in an amphitheater. So any more information you have for us on this tape? Um, I put this on my website as a part of the selection gallery for black and white uh, street photography I have. Uh, But I was not sure about this image because I kind of like it, but I'm not sure if it's good enough to keep it there. That's why I've sent this to get more feedback, maybe... Uh, I have. I don't need to have this picture as my as one of my good shots. Oh, that's a very good question. You have, you have such a a strong uh, portfolio, and uh, this it's it's very different from your other photographs. I felt that way too about this one. I felt like it was a little different from most of the image of the images in your black and white section. Hmm. I, I'm just I'm stepping through your gallery right now, and I think it fits in there very well, actually. And even where you placed it in the sequence, I would leave it. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't take it out. I like it too. I think it's uh, it's almost a slightly different style from other, some of the other images you have in mm-hmm. your black and white gallery, and I think it adds variety. Yeah, in a good way. <laughs> I think if you had them displayed as thumbnails instead of uh, full-size images in in the uh, the slider, it might not work because um, just because of the size of the subjects, 
Um, but showing it full size, I think it, it works really well in the, uh, in the gallery. Um, same thing if you posted this on Flickr, people probably wouldn't notice it because they just see those little thumbnails and just pass them by. Yeah, okay. Thanks a lot for both of you for your comments. You kind of gave this picture a chance to stay there. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I, um, it's quite difficult to work uh, with these um, online platforms because uh, I moved from WordPress to Squarespace because I like the themes they're uh, suggesting, but each of their themes has a specific construction and it's quite hard to um, somehow change it. So it gives you the um, an option of full frame images. And if you want to see the square ones, I really can't find where you can change this. And I think there's no option to change the way it's the theme gives you the possibility. So um, that's a, an answer for the um, thumbnail gallery. Yeah. Yeah, you... Um... You actually used my favorite theme for a photographer on Squarespace. Yeah, that's kind of the best, I think, too. Yeah, so. I think so, too. We um, uh, we just published a book on um, on leaving your photographic legacy in a digital world, and we talk about uh, websites. Uh, one of the platforms I recommended was Squarespace. I wish I had wish I had seen your site before we did it. We put a couple examples of different photographer sites. Uh, on the platforms and we're actually we're going to be revising it soon and we're going to put yours in as a good example oh thanks yeah and i say this and i'm a wordpress developer um <laughs> but squarespace can be a very good place for photographers it's tricky to learn they they say it's easy yeah. but it's oh. it's not you know none of this is that easy no it's not uh it's not hard or easy it's just the possibilities the opportunities the website gives you to work around so if it limits you then you're kind of uh, don't really have much choice yeah that's a good point very good point okay well let's take a look at the next photo this is photograph number two it appears to me you took this from a bus with three people crossing the street two of them walking dogs at first i looked at it and i thought okay why? The more I look at it, the more I like it. I like how you got the subjects are so well separated from the background. Um, and it's difficult. Actually, I know this just from the last time we did this. It's difficult shooting people like in the, in the middle of a street because there's usually vehicles on the street. But you caught these people when there were no cars behind them. There's a nice clear space. Uh, it's a lighter tone than they are. And so they, they stand out. I like the way there's space like that, uh, the, the composition, really not the composition, but the shapes that it forms. Uh, and I like the fact that it's, it's sort of a, a timeless story almost. It's a, a slice of life, but it's also timeless. This could have been taken in, you know, 1956 as opposed to 2016. I just like it. Um, I like the people, I like dogs, and I like the the motion that it's showing. So, Ashley, what do you think? Yeah, I really like this one, too. And first of all, let me say, like, with this image and a lot of the images on your website, Tate, you are so good at framing things. Like, a lot of your images have really nice little frames from just everyday things, and I really like that. 
Um, and this is no exception with the frame of the, is it a bus or just a regular car or? It's a, it's a bus. I am on the bus. Okay. Nice. Do you try to get the, the front seat often so you can take pictures of people in the street? Sorry? Sorry, I might break up a yeah. little this, this Bolivian internet. <laughs> um, do you normally try to sit in the front of the bus so that you can get pictures of like these? No, I was just lucky. The next stop was mine, so I was standing there to get out yeah. of the bus, and I saw these uh, ladies trying to waiting for the light to cross. So I took three pictures. This one was the best one because they are more separated. Mm -hmm. Nice. I really I like the story. To me, the story of this was like a cold winter day when you really just want to stay in bed, but you still have to do normal everyday activities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like walking the dogs. <laughs> and I love how you've got the rule of thirds going on. I like the symmetry of each person's legs. They're kind of all taking the same step at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's really nice that you captured the woman's face towards you. I think without that, this image probably would have lost some of its interest. Um, so that's a just really good timing on this one. Yeah, I actually made some great points, um, especially with the the woman looking towards you. I didn't didn't even catch that, but yeah, I, absolutely, it makes a difference with her looking in that direction. And she's right about how you frame things. At first, I thought, gee, too bad you weren't a little bit closer, you didn't crop. But no, I wouldn't do that. I think it's great having the the bus frame, the top and the bottom. I, I like shooting from the front of a bus, but I was on a trip back in the summertime, and I was in the very front row, and I had my camera with me, and I just kept shooting photographs from the front of the bus because it's so cool being up high like that and, and having a, a, a unobstructed view of the street. That's pretty neat. All right, Tate, so what else can you tell us about the photograph? Um, I like uh, taking pictures while I'm in on the bus. Inside the bus, people there sleeping or just sitting or doing something, and sometimes also out of the bus. Uh, yeah, I like how Ashley described the picture. And yes, the middle guy is kind of, I'm not sure if I like him being there. And maybe it would be great if he also looks towards me or at least just um, a profile. Um and I like that you say there's no destruction in the picture. I mean, there's the cars. There, there are the cars, but they're not really uh, distracting the image. But um, again, I was not sure. I was not hundred percent sure about the picture. That's why I picked this one to send, because you can kind of see the front of the bus, but you can't see the driver or anything else. And I was thinking that it could be. Um, a better image if there was two layers and you could maybe also see the driver's hand more or uh, the silhouette of him uh, or maybe through the mirror and it will kind of add some something more to the image I'm not sure um, um. so I was not sure just because I, there is this good 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 like tight composition is it enough to to keep the picture is it interesting or it's just because it's tight and nice you can put it as a portfolio image? I, I'm i glad you don't see his face in the mirror because I think that would make it too too busy, too complex. 
Mm. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of cars in the back, and the bus frame is it has a lot of components to it, but mm. you really focus nicely on the three subjects, and I think it's I think it's really good like that. I think, like Bob said, it would be too busy with more elements. Mm. Yeah, and the okay, that's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the fact that you see a little bit of the steering wheel makes it obvious you're on a bus. Mm-hmm. You know, you you could. You could clone out that windshield wiper, but I don't think it's necessary, and it'd be a lot of work. What? Um, where was this taken? Um, here on, in Yerevan, on my way to work, to Tumo, to do my workshops. <laughs> nice. Okay, so that's your that's your hometown, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> cool. Um, Usually the town is more messy, but this time I was lucky. <laughs> yeah. Have a clean picture. What do you... Do you find it challenging to shoot in your hometown? Yes, it's actually quite hard because um, they like tourists, but they don't like locals shooting them. Cause really? They, they're not sure why you're shooting them. Uh, and... Um, there is this kind of too much destruction in the town because it's there. There have been too much uh, new constructions in the last ten years, and the city is really messy. And sometimes you, it's really hard to to find some nice and tight picture. Uh, so people aren't real open to street photography there, then, huh? Not that much, no. no. Unless you're a tourist. Um, yes, unless you're a tourist. So you, I take it you don't look like a tourist? I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing that I do, and sometimes people don't speak, uh, speak English or Russian with me. I, I'm not sure why. Um, but it's kind of lying to respond to the way that, yes, I'm a tourist, so I'm trying not to do that much. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they kind of have to understand that it's a photography and it's not about I'm trying to do something bad. Yes. And that also will bring some awareness maybe for some for my students when they go out and shoot. People won't shout on them. <laughs> yeah. Good approach. Yeah, very good. There's, uh, it's always nice to look like a tourist because people don't pay too much attention to you. Really don't worry too much about you taking pictures. All right, let's take a look at your uh, your last photograph. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's going to go first on this one. Okay. So, I think this one might be my favorite, actually. I found it very interesting. Well, I really liked your framing, as always. <laughs> but I really like the flow of this image. Um, I feel like it's really visually pleasing. I like how you have the top of the Eiffel Tower widening down into the three women. The patterns gradually intensify. You have your clear sky and then the grain of the wood fence and then the more intense patterns on their clothing. So I think all those give really nice flow to this image. And I also like the story in this one. I feel like you have the tower, this majestic tower there behind the fence, but instead, these women are looking at a tiny mosaic on a wooden fence. So to me, the story is that what's beautiful or interesting is completely in the eye of the beholder. Um, so 
I really like this image. I like the story. I like the flow of the of the textures and the colors. Um, really nice image. I don't think I change anything about this one. Thanks. Well, I also like it um, for a number of different reasons. I think it makes me ask a lot of questions. Why is there a fence there? You know, um, it, it, what I really like too is you, you've taken a photograph of one of the most iconic structures in the world in a very different way. And normally there's a picture of the Eiffel Tower. And there's like 8 million pictures of the Eiffel Tower. Well, this is a picture of an Eiffel Tower behind the Eiffel Tower behind a fence with, uh, with these babushka ladies looking at, you know, standing, looking at, through a hole in the fence. And it makes me think, why are they looking through that hole? I'm sure there's another place where they could go see the entire, see the thing without looking through a hole in a fence. And, um, what what's on the other side of that fence it brings up all these questions there's a construction there's they were building something there and so they closed with this wooden thing this like a small square and they made this gap i'm not sure why yeah well, it, it it makes for a good story um i like the color the, the colors are a little washed out. Normally when you see the Eiffel Tower, it's on a bright, sunny day, you know, against a blue sky. It's a little cloudy. That's nice. It's a regular day. But I like how the, I like the color. I don't know if you're, what, what, what did you shoot this with? Um, the 6D Canon. Canon 6D. Were you, 15 millimeter. Did you, 15 were you using mm -hmm. any type of a film simulation or did you do this in post-processing or is this just what it looked like? No, I, I, no, I haven't really edited it much. I just made some contrast. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good. I mean, so that's actually what it looked like on that day just mm -hmm. and, and that's what the fence Maybe looks it's like. more pale. I could have made it more contrast, but no. contrast, but I like overdoing so yeah no i i i like how it has a pastel feel yes the colors. I, I think it's really nice yes good word pastel exactly <laughs> exactly um i mean i can't i couldn't think anything that i would do differently i mean i just like it i i wish i took this photograph <laughs> i wish i was in <laughs> I wish I was in Paris. Keep an eye out for this. Uh, keep an eye out for this image on Bob's website, Tate. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it will be. It'll be on the magazine website. I, you know, in in looking at the the photographs you submitted, and looking through your your galleries at the same time, I've got to say that uh, Tate is an excellent editor of her own work. You you said that earlier about when you were teaching. You know, you you help the kids edit their work. I don't know if you you're good at teaching them that because you're a good editor yourself, or if you learn to be a better one. It's so hard to select your own photos to put on your own website or to put in your own story. I think anyway, and I imagine you have thousands and thousands of, of frames out there, but but you made some really good selections. What's the trick? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, it's actually really hard to do your own work selection because when I'm 
because I'm when I'm selecting for my student, it's it seems very easy, and I'm sometimes surprised that I done it so easy. Why I can't pick from my pictures? Um, because usually I'm quite emotionally attached uh, to my frames, especially this Paris picture. I was super excited to be in Paris because I've always wanted to be there, and everything seems very beautiful and great and awesome for me. And I would keep taking millions of pictures. And then it was really hard time to pick the best ones because I liked everything. Um, that's why I sent actually these pictures because I was not sure because I was thinking I like the frame, I like everything in the picture, but is it because it's Paris I like it and I was excited or it's really good picture? Yeah. Um, I'm quite, um, I'm not asking too many opinions on my work to people because Every time you ask an opinion, there is a different opinion, and then you end up with millions of opinions, and you can't make, um, and you can't. It makes you harder to pick the right pictures. Um, I have a good friend, and um, sometimes I'm asking him to help me with. I'm making a selection, and he's giving me his, his ideas, and that's really helping me because I'm trying to trust one or two person on the opinions. And um, that's quite good, because I'm doing the main selection, and then I'm having some opinions, and then I'm trying to make this work. Yeah, that's a very good... Like, I ask your opinion, <laughs> and that's that's because that's an um, interesting outside opinion, not local opinion, so I hope it will help me. Yeah, I hope so, too. And if you ever have any other questions, you want any more opinions, make sure you get in touch with <laughs> Ashley because it seems like she nails it every time. Yeah. I don't know about that. Everybody has their opinion, you know. I felt like that's kind of part of this last image, too. It's sometimes a perspective that one person thinks is not interesting can be very interesting to another person. Like in that first image, I think Bob and I saw two completely different images almost. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, a question of perspective. That's true. Yeah, yes, that's true. So, but so, still, you both like... Really hard. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. speaking of that, uh, the first image, I do want to say one other thing. And I found it disturbing. Um, it disturbed me. I didn't know why. Maybe it was those eyes mm. peering over the edge. Um, and that's a good thing because you made me feel something. You don't always have to make somebody feel something good. Um, you may want them to be disturbed or upset. And, uh, so that, I don't know. I, I, I think that's a real plus. Sorry. I forgot to bring that up earlier. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I tell you, we, you know, we talk a lot about, about publishing your work and and you know getting out there and you know having a website to, to display your work and I think uh, Tate's website is a really good example. It's very simple. Um, she has only a few galleries and she's very selective about what goes in there, and it it all fits well together. It's like you put this together for a gallery showing someplace. And so I, um, I, I encourage everyone to go to her site and particularly look at her street section, the color and the black and white galleries. Also, I was very impressed by the project section. Um, 
I really like how you have your description on the first image and then you have the series of images. But it was really nicely done. Your projects are very solid. They're very, um, you know, very well related images. Excellent work on the project. I think they're definitely worth imitating too. Ah, uh, yes. Thanks for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Tate, why don't you tell everybody where they can go see, learn more about you and see more of your work? Um, well, my, my um, as you said, my uh, website is more of a selective work, so I'm trying to keep it clean and tight, like with the best I feel like I want to show people this. But I'm very active on Instagram. I'm doing daily posts um, of images I took. Um, so it's quite a more more of me there. So I guess my website and my Instagram can be a good place to see different kind of works I do, photographs I make. Um, and uh, you can find me on Instagram, again, with my name and surname, Tatevik Vartanyan. Uh, it's instagram.com slash or just search for my name and surname together and you can see here different kind of places and color black and white pictures I've done in different places I go and I do daily posts and I also try to keep story images doing so yeah that's great and we will also have direct links in the article as well so you can just click on them and go straight from there. All right, well, Tate, well, thank you very much for um, for being with us today and being a good sport. Yes, thank you. And for teaching us a lot of things. <laughs> Thanks a lot for your feedback. It was really, really good to hear your both of your opinions because you both gave me some uh, interesting description of the images. I was not, I haven't really thought about much. So, yeah, that was really great. Thanks a lot for your time and for picking my portfolio for review. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. Anytime. Anytime.